Hey, how's everybody doing? And welcome back to 125 Unfiltered, episode 38. I'm getting you guys episodes on back-to-back days. Well, it might not technically be back-to-back days because I'm there's a little bit of a late-night episode. Uh, but I wanted to get to you my uh, UNC uh, prospect episode talking about the five guys coming out of UNC who are headed towards the draft. Um, and I just wanted to specifically talk about these guys because, you know, I am a UNC fan and part of this is, is a UNC podcast. So uh, without further ado, let's just hop straight into it. So we've got the five players, Javante Williams, Michael Carter, Deami Brown, Daz Newsome, and Chaz Surratt. Five really solid players. We loved watching them last year. We were sad to see them go, uh, but we are excited to see uh, what they are going to bring to the next level and where they will end up. So for each player, I have a short player profile uh, where they are projected to go and where I think they will be a good fit. So starting with Javante Williams, he's a 5'10", 212-pound power back who always seemed to break the first tackle attempt. Uh, This guy was breaking so many tackles. It could be a two-yard loss, and he would turn it into a six, seven, eight-yard gain. Um, He has everything you want in, in an every down back. Uh, he's ju- he just came off of uh, an 1,100-yard, 22-touchdown uh, season, um, or 22 touchdowns total, 1,100 yards rushing. But as a runner, he's again, he's a power back. He's got really good strength and balance, uh, but he also ran a 4.5540 time, showing some of that speed uh, to, to combine with the power that he has as a runner. I think Javante Williams is going to be a really good running back in this league. He's projected to be a second-round pick. Uh, the comparison to Nick Chubb has been thrown out there a lot, and I, and I definitely see that. Um, Williams is just, you know, he can run guys over if – you know, if, if you remember that run against Miami where he was just throwing guys to the ground, that is exactly what Javante Williams can bring to any team. Uh, and for uh, for good fits, I have Pittsburgh as a really good fit. Uh, I think he's the back that they like to have. You know, they had big power backs in the, in the past like Jerome Bettis. Um, but also if they don't grab Najee Harris in the first round, which I think they could do, I think that's a big possibility for the Steelers. But uh, if he goes earlier than their pick or if they just pass up on Najee Harris, uh, I think Williams would be a great option in that second round. And I also like Buffalo as a good spot for uh, Javante Williams. Buffalo has Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, but neither has proven to be a consistent option so far. So I think they could definitely take a crack on Williams because that's a high-powered offense in Buffalo with Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley. Uh, and, and that's a high-powered AFC team that could really use uh, a, a good running back, and Williams is that guy. Next up is Michael Carter, 5'8", 201 pounds. He's the more shifty back uh, of the two between him and Javante Williams. He has fantastic agility and footwork. Um, you know, he, he's a one-cut back. He's really good on off-tackle and outside runs where he can get in space and then use his agility to make people miss. Uh, so in the NFL, he's going to work really well in an, outside, in an outside zone scheme. Outside zone basically means that you're going to have more runs, again, off the tackle to the outside. Uh, an inside zone scheme would be uh, in between linemen, uh, a, a more of a power scheme. But uh, 
Michael Carter, he ha he had back-to-back 1,000-yard -back rushing seasons with no fumbles. So he's going to be a very reliable running back uh, in this league because he takes care of that football, and that's such a big thing for uh, young running backs. Uh, they struggle with that a lot, with holding on to the football. But Carter is the person to do so. He ran a 4-5, 40-yard dash, so he has good speed. Uh, and he's a really good pass blocker and good pass catcher out of the backfield. Has some pretty good route running. So he's going to be a very serviceable uh, one-cut back to uh, initially when starting in the NFL. He could definitely uh, be a guy who could be uh, in a backfield that likes to run by committee. So I think of a team like the Baltimore Ravens where they had Mark Ingram, uh, J.K. Dobbins, um, uh, who, who kind of would, would run. It wasn't one guy dominating the backfield. I think Carter could really fit into that. I was forgetting Gus Edwards as the other guy in that Baltimore backfield. Um, good fits for Carter. I have the Falcons. I think they could really use a second back. Uh, obviously, Todd Gurley's there, but he can be a little injury prone. Uh, and then I really like Cincinnati, honestly, to start that uh, at the start of that third round uh, because they lost Giovanni Bernard. Joe Mixon is injury prone, uh, and they really need another guy there that can catch passes and run hard, uh, a bit more of a speed back. Uh, kind of like a bit like Bernard was, another UNC player. Uh, so I think those are two really nice fits. I, I really liked thinking of the Cincinnati one. I, I love how he uh, would play with Joe Burrow uh, and, and that promising young Bengals offense. Next up, I have Diami Brown, 6'1", 189 pounds. Now this guy is an excellent, excellent deep ball threat. Uh, he has great ball tracking ability, and he will go up for jump balls. His positioning is fantastic on those deep throws, uh, and he, he's proved it. He has 840 or more, uh, for, he has 840 plus yard touchdowns uh, during his time at UNC. Uh, so he's going to be a really good receiver who can take the, the lid off of the defense uh, and break open a big play. Uh, unexpectedly fast, faster than I thought he was. He ran a 4-4-4, 40-yard dash. I think that's uh, something we really need to uh, take into account when thinking about his draft stock. He had a really good pro day, um, and then he has some good cuts on his one-cut routes, like uh, slant routes and post routes. Uh, so he could be a really good number two wide receiver. He has all the intangibles for it. Um, you know, good again, good deep threat, good speed, Pretty good route running. Um, and if you can hit on big plays in the NFL, someone like a Tyreek Hill or in the first round a Jalen Waddle who has that top speed uh, and can get past cornerbacks and just burn their man and gain separation, those guys are very valuable in this league. He's projected to be an early third round pick. Uh, but he could rise to the second round. I've seen him going uh, to the second round to my New York Giants, actually. Um... Speaking of good fits, I have the Giants as a possible fit for Deami Brown if we don't take a shot on Waddle or Devonta Smith at 11. I think Brown would be a great selection. Kenny Galladay is our big target, our big wide receiver. Uh, Sterling Shepard likes to work in the slot, uh, but Deami Brown could really be that deep threat if Slayton fades out a little bit, which he kind of did uh, in parts of last season. I, I, I think uh, I think Deami Brown uh, could really fill in a nice role there for my, for my Giants. Another team I see is Chicago. They just need weapons all around to support. I guess now it's Andy Dalton. Maybe they go up and get a receiver. 
uh, or get a get a quarterback rather. Um, but I really like uh, Deami Brown on the, uh, either the Giants or the Bears because they both need a, a weapon, and Brown is definitely the guy to do so. I also forgot to mention this on Michael Carter's uh, review. I think he is slotted to be an early third round pick. So apologies there for getting his draft projection. Next up, we have Daz Newsome. Now, in, uh, on the opposite side of Brown, he lined up opposite of him and just a very different wide receiver. Uh, he's a slot wide receiver, a really good route runner, but more for short routes like slants and drags, zigs, out routes. Uh, and he definitely excels after the catch. He's really good with the ball in his hand, in, in, his, in his hands. Uh, he has good fast and twitchy footwork uh, to get open quickly on those quick routes uh, to get the ball in space. And uh, he had a 4-5-9-40 time, which was a little disappointing uh, for uh, how well we've seen him do uh, as, a, as a runner with the ball. Uh, his pro day was considered to be okay, uh, but we all saw what Daz Newsom did. Again, if, if in that bowl game, he was very good. Uh, that awesome touchdown grab. He has good hands, um, and with how crafty he is as a, as a short route runner, uh, he could be he could be a reliable guy. Uh, he won't be your number one, but he can definitely uh, be a serviceable wide receiver in this league. Also, he holds really good promise as a punt returner. He did it for three years at UNC, so he could play a role in special teams immediately uh, for a team. He's projected to go in the sixth or seventh round, uh, and two teams I have for him, Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville, you know, the more weapons for Trevor Lawrence, the better, uh, and Daz Newsome could definitely do that, especially I, I think they need a slot guy. I know they got Marvin Jones. I don't know how often he plays in the slot, um, but Newsome could definitely find a role there. And you know, Philadelphia, I hate to say it because I'm a Giants fan, obviously, and we don't like those Eagles, uh, but I think Philadelphia is, is a team that could use Newsom. Uh, again, they don't really have a guy that can work from the slot. I think Rager is more for the outside, um, and they need weapons to help out Jalen Hurts. So Philadelphia and Jacksonville are my two good fits for Daz Newsom. And lastly, we have Chaz Surratt, 6'2", 229-pound linebacker. Uh, this guy's an absolute tackling machine. He averaged 10 per game uh, around there in the past two seasons. Um, some, pe some people might not remember, this guy was a quarterback his freshman year. A quarterback converted into a linebacker. And it's exceptional. Uh, and it's how with how well he's done uh, switching positions like that with such an abrupt change from offense to defense. Uh, Surratt is a fantastic athlete, however. Uh, he ran a 4.58 40-yard time. I believe that ranked in the top 10 of linebackers. So he has really good speed that allows him to kind of swarm to the ball uh, and, and keep up in pass coverage. He takes really good tackling angles. Um, and he he can definitely hit hard, and he also gets to the quarterback. He had six sacks last season, so he's going to be an all-around uh, good linebacker for a team. Uh, although he's a bit inexperienced, obviously, because he hasn't been a linebacker for too long, he has a fantastic work ethic, and he's a fast learner, so he's going to adapt to the NFL very, very well. And I think he's a guy that you want because he is a coachable player, he gives all of his effort out onto the field. And obviously, all of these guys are, but people have really commended Surratt's uh, dedication and work ethic with uh, turning or uh, becoming a linebacker from from a quarterback. Uh, Surratt is projected to be a third round pick. Um, 
I've seen him be a better fit in the 4-3 uh, defense, which in that case you'd have four defensive linemen uh, and three linebackers. But I could also see him work in the 3-4. Uh, again, an outside linebacker, I don't think he'll be calling the shots in the middle I think he, he serves better on the outside. Uh, two fits for him. I have Miami. I think they need a, a defensive playmaker, and they're obviously not going linebacker in the first round uh, or two potentially. So he could be there nicely at the third uh, in the third round. And Kansas City is a team that I think could really use Chasser at. The they needs a bit more defense. You know that defense was a bit suspect last year, especially especially with. Um, uh, oh, I was not especially just stopping the run. They were okay. Uh, pass coverage, they were okay. I just think Surratt's a, a playmaker in the middle of that field. I think they struggled with their run defense. I, I just was not 100% sure on that one. Uh, but yeah, so Miami, Kansas City for Chaz Surratt. Both of those teams do run a 3-4. That's why I think he'll be fine wherever he goes, and he's going to learn fast. But those are my five... Uh, player reviews uh, from our, our Tar Heels. Uh, I'm really excited for this draft tomorrow, and I wanted to get you guys this episode um, tonight. Technically, it's tonight uh, when I'm recording this, a late night one. Uh, but the draft is tomorrow at 8 p.m. I'm very excited to see uh, where the top guys go, like I said yesterday, uh, and where these UNC guys goes because uh, first year as a Tar Heel fan, they made the season so much fun. They really contributed to our success uh, and, and I obviously wish all of them nothing but the best when, uh, uh, when, with whatever team they land on, whether they go to the Cowboys or go to the Eagles or end up on my Giants, it's the, it doesn't matter. I'm going to support them every which way. So with that being said, that's going to conclude this episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you next time.